Ladies and gentlemen, the Ed and Bob Show coming to you today from Noah's Ark. How do we do that, Bob? <laughs> this should be fun. Yeah. Number 93. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. Stay up late, though. I'm not very good at it anymore. You get up early, though. I do get up early, but, uh, you know, every once in a while on the weekend, I'd like to say, well, I I can stay up till midnight. I'm good. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. It's nice to stay in bed in the morning, like (laughs) this morning. Wow. How about this, Ed? Is this thing huge? And this is the exact replica. That's amazing, folks. We are at the Ark Encounter. Right. Just south of Lexington. uh, uh, North of Lexington. About 30 miles north of Lexington in Williamstown, Kentucky. And this really is amazing, and what a trip. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that because today's topic is about Noah's Ark, so it should be a lot of fun. So this is the Ed and Bob Show. He's Ed. I'm Bob. Good to see you, Ed. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I had fun down in Miami. Boy, that was fun. I, I like being out in the sunshine. It's a little chillier up here in Kentucky. Yeah, I lost the ball game, though. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> I won. All right, let's get into the news. And, and if you don't mind, I've got some news that I think is appropriate, and I'll kick it off if All you don't right, mind. Go ahead. I was reading online that, you know, that uh, social media thing, Instagram, mm-hmm. they did a, a survey, okay? Mm-hmm. And it said of every state in the United States... What do most of the people, what other state do most of the people in that state hate? Are you with me so far? Yeah. Okay. So, like um, in the West, uh, every single state that surrounds California hates California. Hates California, <laughs> which was funny. I, th- I hate them too. <laughs> I do too. We're not even out there. The. Um, Every state, this is really funny, all the states that touch Florida hate Florida and all the people there. And what was funny was Florida was the only state in the survey that they hate Florida more, more than any other state. What about that? Is that crazy? It is crazy. And then here's the final one here. What, do you th- what state do you think most Tennesseans hate? Alabama. Uh, that's what I would have thought. It's not. It's not? No. Who? Where are we? Tennessee. No, we're in Kentucky. Yeah, we're in Kentucky. <laughs> it's most people in Tennessee, more people hate Why? Kentucky, I don't know, than any other state. And then, and then Kentucky reciprocates. More people in Kentucky hate the people of Tennessee than any other state. It's amazing. Well, that's not very nice. No, it's not. We're up here having a good I mean, time. I, th- or I think Jordan at the Cracker Barrel down yeah. the street here. That's right. Spending money. What's the deal with that? <laughs> so anyway, that's what I saw in the news. What do you got? Well, down the, you know, while we were down there in Florida, in Miami, it's real close to the Everglades. And yeah. They had this big Burmese python hunt. Ooh. And uh, they bagged 80 of the big serpents as contenders vied for cash prizes. They're trying to eliminate those things in the, in the Everglades because that system there. It's very delicate. And How many lived down there? They found 80? Yeah, there's hundreds. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> wow, I wouldn't yeah. have guessed that. The top professional rookie hunters were each awarded three different categories based on who caught the most 
And uh, now, will they kill you? Oh, yeah. They they wrap around you and squeeze you to death. Uh, whoa. Okay, but they're they're not poisonous bite. Well, they'll bite to hold you. But uh, the the grand prize was uh, this guy won two thousand dollars for catching an eleven foot six point five inch snake. Oh my God! Sixty two pounds. Ed, I'd have a stroke. Or something. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I go, oh, "Why am I in this contest? This is ridiculous. I'm out of here. Somebody else catch this thing." Wow! He got how much? Eleven thousand. No, a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm not doing that. It would take. I wouldn't, about, I wouldn't it, walk through the swamp to get it. No, I wouldn't have done it for a hundred thousand. So, all right, what else? Well, you know, the, uh, the Prince Harry and Dutchess, Dutchess Megan, oh, all of them Canada yeah. down. So Prince William gets a new title from the Queen. He did. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth II has appointed her eldest grandson, listen to this. Okay. Lord High Commissioner to the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland. Oh, Lord. Really? Now, what do you do for that? I, yeah. I don't, well, I don't know how you feel about the royals. I think... Now, some people aren't going to like this. I think having a king and queen is about the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's Even a ball game. Ancient, that's from ancient years ago. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know how many. I mean, if you have a king and a queen and they don't really run the country, then it's silly to me. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody in England, if we have, I know we have listeners in England. It, don't be mad at me on that. But I just really, come on, let's yeah. get But I realize there are other countries that have kings that are really uh, dictators. Yeah, but that's, that's not the case here. Yeah, but so. that's not the case in England. Mm-hmm. But it's it's pretty amazing. And I've been watching a series on television called The Crown yeah. on Netflix and stuff. And it's pretty it's it's interesting, but it's very boring too. Is it a, is it true story or makeup stuff? True story. Oh, so everything on The Crown is real, supposedly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What so, do you What do you think? You didn't tell me what do you think about the royals. Oh, and then I, well, handing was, out her uh, handing out this title, the highest royal whatever, the Lord High Commissioner. Yeah, Lord High Commissioner. He serves to maintain the relationship between the state and the church. That's great. That's his job. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just well, don't get all that king queen stuff. And no, he, probably, he probably got a, a million dollar raise in his salary. You know, the really? their taxes in England support the royal family. All of them. Well, I'd be changing that. There's a lot of them. And they, they furnish their food, their living, everything. Do you think that a lot of people like the royals, you know, in England, strictly thinking of it as a tourist attraction? How many people go to London and always go by the? Is it Buckingham Palace? Yeah, Buckingham. How many Palace. people? I mean, don't you think everybody does? Yeah. So it's like a tourist attraction. Yeah, but but the the king and queen or the queen's not a tourist attraction. I don't guess unless you see her out somewhere. But I think it's well the, the fact pe- that she there is one. It, yeah, to me, the, it's like I a think tourist thing. People in England, it's the older people that are fascinated by it. The young people don't care. They don't care. I don't think so. Well, even the royals obviously don't take it quite as serious. It was with all the stories we've heard over the past <laughs> 10 years or so. I mean, it's kind of crazy. So we got time for anything else, or is that it? That's it. All right, we're going to get out of the news. And um, it's time for us to... Oh, uh, don't forget, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day coming up 14th. So it's Valentine's com- Day. Coming up very soon here. We're uh, just heading toward the middle of February. But I got a question for you. All right. Were there dinosaurs in Tennessee? You know, I don't know. I looked this up because I always thought that there were. But, you know, most dinosaurs in the United States were um, out west, Midwest. Well, not Midwest, but out west, Arizona, uh, Colorado, 
uh, New Mexico, Texas. I mean, they just found tons and tons of dinosaur bones there. Um, Also Montana, Colorado, Utah. But for the most part, the state of Tennessee... Um, very little of anything. Oh, here's another one. Washington State, Hawaii, no dinosaurs. I thought we were supposed to have at one time been one great big continent. Anyway, the only thing they have find, found bits and pieces of, not complete fossils, are duck-billed dinosaurs. This is in the state of Tennessee. And a thing called camelops, which is a dinosaur kind of like a camel, they were seven feet tall. But again, all the dinosaurs and things they found in the state of Tennessee were bits and pieces, really. In Washington County, they found some um, saber-toothed tigers and prehistoric elephants, but I don't think they were dinosaurs. So anyway, for the most part, to, to answer my own question... Is no. In Tennessee, yeah. there are really not many Well, dinosaurs. our weather here is not conducive for fossils. Oh, really? Well, I mean, it's not dry. It's not. Well, that's true. You know, Very true. out west, it's much drier. And also, the soil out west is more, more rock and sandstone than it is here. So, so are you saying that a dinosaur fossil is more likely to be found in a dry area? Or are you saying the environment of being a dry area is where a dinosaur would more likely been thousands of years ago. No, I think it, it's finding a fossil is probably more. Yeah. So maybe there's some we just can't get to them. Or yeah. They're they're all soggy. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. All right. Tell everybody what our topic of the day coming up, and then you've got a sponsor, Mr. Brantley. Was there really an ark that took animals two by two? Ooh. Like it says in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Well, my sponsor today is the great folks up at Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies. And this is a wonderful, it's not an ark, but I tell you what, they've got all types of animals there. Ocean animals, from sharks, the Shark Lagoon, Stingray Bay. You can put your hand in there and touch these stingrays. Take the children and really enjoy this thing. It is amazing. It is the place to go when you go to Gatlinburg. It's convenient. It's a, It's You could take a whole day in there. They have restaurants under the water. It is a an absolutely fabulous thing, and it's 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 been rated as one of the top aquariums in the nation. So be sure to go by Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies. It's on your right when you're going into Gatlinburg, so be sure to stop and tell them you heard about it on the Ed and Bob Show. All right, Ed, it's the topic of the day. Uh, was there really an ark? Has anyone ever found proof of it? And if so, how big was it in today's terms? And so happens you and I are standing right here beside the Ark Encounter. This is a full-size Noah's Ark, and we're about what, 30 minutes north of uh, Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. at Williamstown, Kentucky, and it's right off I-75, so easy to get to, so uh, we encourage you to come by. Now, uh, until March, I think they're closed on Sunday, Mondays, and open the rest of the week, but our, our question was, um, was the Ark real? I guess is my question, so you answer it. Oh, me? Yeah, you're in charge. <laughs> you want me to get every Bible preacher yeah, in the world I know, after me? I know. I mean, it's the more well, you dive into this, the more you, you start yeah, scratching your head. Here's the thing. It's supposed to have been a worldwide flood. Right. So how did they get the two-by-two animals from Australia, yeah. New Zealand? Yeah. How did they get to the 
to the Middle East to get on the ship. See, and I don't, I, I don't have an answer for that. Yeah, Do I, you? No, I don't. But you know, five thousand years ago, would it would the remains of towns, villages, cities all wiped out by floodwaters? It would appear that it would just take out the entire human race if it happened. No imprint of it anywhere. And, and there actually, was only... I think it did take out the human race. Well, but there's no proof of a worldwide flood. No. And think about this for a second. Noah and his wife and three kids, I think it was, and um, there were husbands or wives or whatever. You got eight people. Mm-hmm. How do eight people gather up animals from, like you said, Australia, from wherever and they take them to the middle east yeah where he this started and build the ark and then as you're going to gather all these animals how do you keep them crowd and then once they're on board i'm I'm talking about dinosaurs that weigh 50 tons okay once they're on board how is eight people going to keep them fed and watered and keep themselves fed in water. Yeah. yeah. And keep the place clean. Mm-hmm. So how do you answer that? Well, I, I can't answer it. I mean, it just has to be, if if you believe it, it has to be on faith. Because yeah. it, it can't, I mean, I don't think there's a real answer there. And we're Although, not here to dispel anything. No, we're no. just asking questions. Other people go, how do you do this? Well, in 1993, CBS aired a two-hour primetime special titled The Incredible Discovery of Noah's Ark. And it included testimony of a man who claimed not only to have personally seen the ark on Mount Ararat in uh, Turkey, but also have recovered a piece of it. Mm -hmm. But the claims were later revealed to be a hoax. And also we had, uh, there was someone in the, was it the shuttle, the space shuttle, or someone in space said that they saw the remains on top of the mountain. What? Yeah. Well, you know, it's in, let's see, Genesis 8, verse 4. It says, on the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. So it tells you where, that's why they searched mm-hmm. Mount Ararat in Turkey. That's why they, they've gone there to look for it. Um, and, and here's one I found interesting here. They said, well, if you believe that there is a God that can do anything, then maybe he shrunk all the animals to the size of a rat and enabled them to live for a year without food or water. So anytime you invoke a supernatural miracle uh, to explain something, then all other logic goes out the window. And I'm not saying that you, you know, God can do anything he wants to. So, so is that how that was pulled off, you think? What's your thoughts on this thing? I mean, the ark, we're sitting here standing beside the actual size of what the Bible describes as the ark. It's huge. 510 feet long, 85 feet wide, 51 feet high. Wow. It's a modern engineering marvel, actually. It would hold all the animals unless there's some place in the Bible where they say it's not just a pair. They'd have 14 of every animal, which would then make it impossible. So there's so many. As a kid growing up, I always believed the ark. Did you? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And... In the Encyclopedia Britannica, we had one in our house. Did you have one when you were yes, growing up? Yes, we did. Okay. The, the first edition of the Encyclopedia Britannica from 1771 
described Noah's Ark's existence as a known fact. So it's in the Encyclopedia Britannica, Ed. Of course, it makes me wonder now, what is the Britannica saying? Um, I don't know how you justify in your own mind. Like you said, I think you have to do it by faith. Yeah. So, see, I still think that Noah's Ark, it really happened. I still believe that. I'm not... Well, you're believing it on faith because it yes. says so in the Bible. Exactly. I don't know how it happened. That's just it. I have no no idea how it happened. Right. But if this if this ark that we're sitting in right now starts to float, I'll feel better about it. <laughs> well, yeah. well, as much water as it would take to float this thing, I don't want to see that much water. But some people, other people, say that the story of Noah's ark was merely a myth or a parable about God's punishment when man is wicked. And other uh, then other people, as we say, believe that to be exactly true. I just, um, you know, and the Bible does use parables and stories to give people lessons, if you will, of how to live your life. So I... I just I don't think Noah's story is uh, is just a parable or something. And like you say, uh, my faith has had me for so long. I just well, have to the believe. The location it. has been pinpointed, and the, the quest to find Noah's Ark has been going on for so long. Yeah. They had a Baywatch actress; she spent half her life looking for it. But the fact that it's been discovered so many times yet remains lost is something of a mystery itself. I think. I think some people though want to see something so bad that they anything they will say they they found something. Yeah. Um, Well, we can go to the moon, but we can't find a a boat as big as the one that we're standing beside on top of a mountain. Or replica, or the or the what's left of it. Yeah. Like the wood. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Is this something that God would not want people to find because then you've got stone hard fact of truth where doesn't God want you to believe faith by faith? And so why would he let there be proof provided? And why wouldn't an ark by now that was made of wood be just in dust? By now, well, see, there's so many things here that yeah, I, I, that's true. How is this going to listen? If I had a boat that I took down Lake uh, Loudon uh, five years ago, and I never did anything but it, it, you know, it just sat there forever, it's going to start falling apart. So, how is something from five thousand years ago or whatever going to still be intact right. on a mountaintop? Right. See, I don't. I, yeah. With all the weather and everything, it would be in nothing but dust. Well, how'd they repopulate the earth? And here's the other thing. Well, that's see, I didn't got to there yet. Now you're how really did, screwing how me did up. How the animals from Australia get back, get back to Australia? Get back to Australia. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, all this, it just goes back to faith. But um, this, uh, the bottom line for me is um, you got to decide with, in your own mind what you believe. I do know you come up here and see it. It's, it's it really gives you something real to see the actual size of what the Bible describes built and standing in front of your eyes. 
and maybe that will help you with your faith. And it's a, this is an experience. There's more than just the ark here. I mean, they've got grounds like all these acres and acres of things to mm-hmm. see and do. And so it, it's a real ark experience. The ark encounter, Williamstown, Kentucky, about 40 miles north of Lexington, just off I-75. And uh, we encourage you to come by. And, and then if that helps you with whatever your journey is in faith or whatever, then, then that's great. But we've, we've that's where we are doing our show from today. And we're glad to be we here. appreciate them letting us come up here. Absolutely. So, Ed, uh, we got to move along, if you All don't right. mind. Tell everybody what's coming, coming up, up. And then got I've got a box. Complaints are coming up. Also, we've got our... What's this? What's oh, the next show? It's terrible. Oh, my gosh. In our next show, we're going to be talking about that, too, and, and uh, all these good things. we got shout-outs. Our humans make a bigger effort to cover the o- get in the ocean find out what's going on down there. You know, the ocean is so big. Oh, it's, it's that's huge. the biggest mystery in the world right there. Well, uh, and that's why I was wondering, if we, have we really ex- we're talking about going to the moon and living. Have we really explored... The ocean and up yeah, in? That's true. Hey, Ed, athletes need a full night's sleep to ensure their bodies recover. If you work and play like an athlete, you know what you need? A solid night's sleep. Time to lie down. Check out the latest M. Lilly mattresses. M. Lilly foam and hybrid mattresses are the most comfortable mattresses you will ever lay on. Find out why their customers are raving about the latest beds, and we can ship them anywhere, right to your door. Visit MLillyUSA.com to find a retailer near you or visit their showroom in Kingston Pike and Farragut. Next to the Fresh Market in Knoxville, M. Lilly, improve your life. Time to open the mailbox, Ed. You're up. All right, here we go from Cincinnati, Ohio, mm. right up the road from us. Are we losing the Bengals? Bengals, is the NFL in trouble, Bob? <laughs> this was, you know, you had this one of our news things a couple, I guess a month or two ago. A county commissioner or the head of the county commission in Cincinnati uh, said um, that you know the Bengals can leave anytime they want to. They weren't doing two hundred million dollars of improvements to their to their to the stadium. stadium, yeah. And so Manny evidently heard that and has written in and um, is a little concerned. Um, what do you think? I've, what I've seen here, I think things have calmed down. Yeah, the the, the president of the, the team says we're not leaving, mm-hmm. and um, the stadium is in disrepair. Kind of, it's kind of like our uh, convention center downtown. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it only holds it doesn't hold what the other stadiums hold and all of that. But but at any rate, no, I think the Bengals will be around and and other teams will support them to be around. Well, I saw um, starting this year in the con- the thirty year contract they had the. County was supposed to start paying the Cincinnati Bengals $2.6 million a year to clean up the stadium, provide security, utilities, and maintenance. Well, the county said, we're not paying it. But the Bengals have not sued the county to get that money, even though it's a signed deal from the commissioners of 20, 30 years ago. But they're not paying it. So... 
It's going to be interesting to see who wins there. But uh, is the NFL in trouble? Well, I think since they started that kneeling crap and disrespecting the flag, I think, yeah, that's trouble. So there, Manny, that's what I think. What do you think, Ed? I think the same thing. All right, buddy. I don't open watch up much anymore. I don't care. Open up another one for us. All right, Oscar from Las Vegas. What's the biggest name performer you guys have ever seen? Oh, Ed's seen them all. What's what's yours? Oh, and I've just seen, well, I don't know. Did you ever see Elvis? Yeah. Did you really? I saw Elvis in Knoxville. God, I wish I had. I did not. I was. I don't. I, I didn't have the money, or I didn't know, or whatever. But I didn't yeah. go. I remember the show. Yeah, so was I'm it Stokely? Knoxville. Wasn't it? Do I, was no, it? No. Was yeah. It was Stokely Athletic yeah, Center. Stokely Athletic Center. So is that the biggest act? You. I mean, the biggest performer you ever. Well, seen? Uh, Jackson Five. Well, that's true. They were in Knoxville three nights. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson. His yeah. family. Uh, Kenny. He's big. Of course, he's not a legend, I guess, but he is in his own mind. You know, <laughs> the uh, the biggest thing I can remember, or maybe to me it was big, I was on the front row at Stokely Athletic Center and saw Janis Joplin. Mm. To me, that was pretty incredible. And um, um, other acts I've seen... I've seen the Rolling Stones in Nashville. Have you really? Yeah. I have not. At Vanderbilt Stadium. Wow. Yeah. Well, you have seen them more than I've seen. We've met a lot of people backstage and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, what's the biggest country artist you always enjoyed? Well, that's a good question. Of course, you knew some of them very... I mean, it goes back so many years. You know, Johnny Cash. I mean, these, these old legends and things. Conway. Uh, you remember, you and I were backstage with Conway and Loretta. Yeah. And uh, to, they were just like n- normal people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were very nice. And I tell you, I met Waylon Jennings backstage and talked with him for 30 minutes or so. And, he, of course, he's gone now. But, you know, he was really an incredible performer, very popular. So. I thought Willie Nelson was not as open as some of the others were. I've never met him. I've seen him perform, but never. Yeah, and... Uh, but but it's 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 really amazing. I remember introducing Charlie Pride mm-hmm. at a shindig mm-hmm. in Knoxville, and there was this lady down on the front row, and she said, "You know, he's black." Mm-hmm. And I don't think there'd ever been a black country singer. Oh, really? Well, yeah, that's you're right. And she said, "Ah, <gasps> she, she was shocked." Said, yeah, she was shocked. Well, move on into the 18th century, lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah. Oh my gosh! All right, we got to move on, okay. Ed. What we got coming up here? We got. Uh, uh, and we got complaints, right? Yep, and we this, got future topics, and we got all kinds of things going on here. We have we completely explored the ocean. Should we make a better effort exploring the ocean? So uh, that's something we can talk about. We got our complaints. I want to hear. It. Okay, you know the there is something coming up the Tennessee River, and it ain't a boat. It's silver carp. What silver? It's a fish. And it is it is it started down in Louisiana and it's coming okay. up the Mississippi River and now it's coming up the Tennessee waterways. It was spotted they they spotted a whole bunch of these things in Chickamauga Lake recently. They jump into boats. A silver carp, carp and it will jump in and your boat. It'll jump into the boats. Mm-hmm. So it it and it, why will it jump in a boat? That's that's what they do. They, oh, they, they jump in the air. They jump, and, they're, oh and it's, they're devastating to the economy. I mean, wow, to the ecosystem, and it just it's you, they can't get rid of them. Now, if it gets up into Upper East Tennessee, you know we have the we have Norris Dam and things like that. So right. it'll be hard for it to get up into the lakes in big quantities. Yeah, yeah. 
But, wow. but it will. I expect it to be in Fort Loudon Lake, probably next year. Silver carp. carp, and they're from China. So it's just something else I need to worry about. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these will. I mean, they're not, it's not like something's going to bite you or something. But it, well, it, it could hurt they, you. But they will, they're not good for the, the ecosystem. No. Wow. No. Silver carp. All right. Yeah. Let me put that on my list of things to worry about. <laughs> Here we go. All right, Ed. You want to hear my complaint? I do. But this thing just. You, you know when they say, okay, you really, you're you, 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 you walking on the fighting side of me kind of thing. Let me, let me back you up before I ask you my, or give you my real complaint. May 2019, Iran attacks oil tankers in the Gulf. June 2019, Iran shoots down a U.S. drone. July of 2019, Iran seizes a British oil tanker. September 2019, Iran attacks Saudi state-run oil company. December 2019, Iran attacks U.S. military bases in Iraq. December 2019, Iran storms the U.S. embassy in Baghdad. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, a U.S. airstrike in Baghdad kills this Iranian commander. And then clueless Americans start apologizing to Iran, saying our president has started this war. Michael Moore, that 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 uh, director or producer makes films that I've never seen, he apologized to Iran, and he said, "I got to read this to you because it's really." Ridiculous," he said. "This is this director, Michael Moore, to the Iranian government. I deeply regret the violence on behalf of a by a man that most Americans never voted for. Uh, and uh, well, that's not true. And then he uh, the, another one, a girl that was on a TV show, Rose McGowan. She said, Dear Iran, the USA has disrespected your country, your flag, your people. 52% of us humbly apologize. We want peace with your nation. We are being held hostage by a terrorist regime. We do not know how to escape. Please do not kill us. Ah. These are Americans posting things like that on social Mm. media. Mm. These are people that are not informed, that think their celebrity can influence other people, and basically, I almost think it's treason to talk like that well, against your president. Too. Absolutely. I, I just, I realize we've got freedom of speech, but hey, folks, if you don't like it here, I remember that Merle Haggard song. Yeah. If you don't love it, yeah, leave it. Leave it. That's right. Yeah, you're walking on the fighting side of me. Well, a lot of the Democratic uh, presidential candidates feel that way, too. That's insane. It I, I just terrible. Listen, everything Iran has done and is a terrorist regime, and you're apologizing to them? Mm. Man, there's something wrong with you. I'm sorry. That's just seriously ill. Amen, Bob. All Amen, right. buddy. Ed, tell everybody how they can uh, listen to our show. All right. Go online to the Internet to edandbob.com, and you can listen there, and you can also send us comments there if you like, or download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe on the Alexa app in your Alexa skill settings. Enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. 
she'll say, what do you want to hear, Ed? Tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob Show. Yeah, and if you have any problems listening, uh, email us, let us know. And you do that at edandbob at yahoo.com. We'll be glad to kind of give you some ideas. We've helped several people out that maybe have a little problem listening. Uh, all right, and also uh, follow us on social media, Ed and Bob Knox, uh, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, those all three on Twitter, and uh, facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. We'll love to see you there. Did, do we need to apologize or correct anything we well, said? I have, I have a question. Do you know a good landscaper? Yeah, I know one. Do you? Yeah, okay. Southern Grounds, buddy. Southern Grounds. You need him? Yes, I do. Brandon, A-plus guy at Southern Grounds. Okay. How about that, folks? That's that's live radio right there for you. Uh, well, I got a personal shout-out. My buddy Rob Stooksbury, who he and I started the Knoxville Cherokees, who's now an avid listener. We appreciate that. Uh, Charlie uh, Morgan at Gray Hodges, a business shout out. If you uh, need, a, if you're a contractor and need uh, things for your project, there you go. Ed, have you liked the, the being here at the Ark Experience? Well, yeah, but people keep looking at us funny when we were talking about it. <laughs> Who are they talking to? I think they believe more than we do, but at, at any rate, it is a beautiful experience, and you should bring your family up and see it. Yeah, and we're not trying to be doubters were just trying to ask questions that a lot of people ask. That's right. You know what I'm saying? It's so questions it is, are out there. Uh, now tell everybody how they can get here. William? Well, uh, you go up 75, mm-hmm. go to Lexington, go through Lexington, Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So about, what, 30, it's about 30, 40 miles yeah, north. It's beautiful Grant County in Williamstown, Kentucky, halfway between Cincinnati and Lexington, right off I-75. All right. So the Ark Encounter, you can see more about it online. Ed, what's our next show? Will you tell everybody? Next show, we're going under the water, oh. going deep in the oceans. See what's down there and see what we can do about making life better. Well, I, you know, I don't know that we ever as a country have explored or even as a people on Earth explored the ocean enough. I think there's a lot of mysteries there. So we'll talk about that next time. Ed, it was enjoyable. I love coming up here in Kentucky. And uh, we'll see you next time, my Where brother. Where next time? I don't know. but figure it out. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Bye. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in a boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be Beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick Ain't love a kick in the head The fellow once.